Welcome to the Whatnot Podcast, where we put the what into whatnot live every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube. It's Wednesday at nine o'clock. Welcome to the Whatnot Podcast. I'm Mike. Yeah, it's been so long. I think I'm still Chris. Yes, you are. And joined with us today is John and Michelle. Yeah, no trying to guess which one's who now. We know yeah, who's on the <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Happy to be here. So, Chris, I'll let you start this one off. All right. Well, you know, first off, we did miss last week. We apologize for that. You know, life uh, interfered, I guess is the best way to put it. But we are back with Augusto, and uh, we're so, so excited to have those uh, a couple with us tonight. They, they do a lot of really cool stuff. They're, uh, what what'd you what'd think it's um, uh, professionals at everything, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> they they do. Yeah, they do a lot of sort of unique sort of oddity pieces and uh, set themselves apart. So we're kind of, you know, been trying to figure out who it is we're talking to every every Wednesday night. So now we've locked it in. Uh, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> and, of course, join with us is Kyle. He's here. Mr. Ely. Woohoo! He must set an alarm or something. That's to wake up so he doesn't fall asleep. <laughs> I wonder what that sound was. So we are the Whatnot Podcast. Uh, we can be found at Captivate.fm, all of your favorite podcast sites that you want to choose, Apple, Spotify, Google, whatever works for you. We are there. Chris is part of Crisscross Crafts. That is his Instagram. If you'd like to check out more with Chris, you can go there or on Facebook. He's on both. Uh, for myself, I am at DuffStyle1. If you want to follow along on some of the weekend stuff that I do with finishing, more than welcome. And of course, our guests are at John Michelle McNeil or McNeil's Wooden Creations on Instagram. You make those uh, deer heads behind you there? Not the deer heads, just the uh, plaques. They got to be mounted to something. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah, you guys do some cool stuff, man. I'm kind of excited to kind of hear. Thank you. Thank you. Hear more about what all you guys are doing, how you got started and everything. So it's I guess the way we got started, it's been just a long time coming. We've we've piddled with wood for many, many years. Um basically just with things around the house, um, then whatever sparks our interest would get a idea and start start planning out, start making it, and then uh, kind of got into the CNC realm um, and brought us back to some of our uh, furniture industry days um, and, and then started looking at things to make. Um, and then uh, hunting and fishing is, is one of our interests. So I guess that's, that's the one thing that I gravitated to um then michelle she does a lot of the home decorating and and that's where the lanterns interior signs uh those ideas come from okay so when you say you have the furniture background um i know you'd sent me this huge bio about it so we'll post that with the uh on the podcast when we actually go to upload it so everyone can find out more 
But tell us about the background for both of you as far as furniture industry goes. Uh, I started out 1990, way back in the 1900s. Started with uh, Hendredon Furniture. Uh, They were a pretty big uh, name of the game back then. Um, And worked with Hendredon for 17 years. Started out as low entry, basically an off bear. I don't know how much uh, anyone would know about that, but basically you stand at a end of a big machine and uh, take off parts and put them on a pallet. Um, Went from that to uh, a technician, which is nothing more than a glorified gopher. Uh, Go for this, go for that. (laughs) Uh, Then uh, got into operating one of their larger uh, CNC machines. Um, Did that for two or three years and was able to move into product design, which basically um, takes one-to-one scale drawings, um, makes part drawings for that, uh, put bill of materials together and uh, put a packet together for the floor to actually um, make the actual piece of furniture. Okay. Yeah, I worked for Broyhill for a while, so I'm familiar with how a lot of those uh, big furniture companies operate on the lines. You, you just kind of just stand there and it, you know, wait for it to do its job, and you offload. So, yeah, it, um, I don't know. Do you familiar with the tenor machines, uh, panel saws, things of mm-hmm. that nature? Uh, the, those those can be pretty fast paced, especially when when you had. Uh, one of the older gentlemen that uh, liked to see the young fellas sweat. <laughs> they would they would crank those machines up, and you would you would be hustling, be looking for the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I got to put you through the ringer, though. I think that's just oh a, yeah, a way of doing it. Right, of passion. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wanted to see who was going to stay, who's uh, be out the door. Yep. I was, I was trying to figure out, I was looking at one of your posts. I was trying to figure out what you've got, what an H uh, shark HD two, three. I believe it's, I believe it's the two. It's, it's one of the older mm-hmm. sharks. Um, it was the, uh, white HDPE. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a 12 by 24 machine. Uh, I believe the machine came with a HDPE. Or not HDPE, but a uh, uh, MDF board for the uh, spool board. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, my machine actually has the the blue T track table on it now. Uh, I actually bought it that way. Um, I bought it second hand. Yeah, I was trying to identify. That's kind of what I thought it was, but, you know, I didn't want to come right out and say that's what it was, but I thought that's what it was. Those are some old, those, some of those older machines do pretty well. I, I've i been happy with mine. Uh, the only thing it's, uh, I'm, I am limited with the size um, of project that I that I'm, can put across it. Uh, sometimes mm-hmm. um, I'm able to, uh, split those projects up um, and then maybe do it on a pattern router. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, I, I, nothing wrong with that. You get them done either way, right? That's, that's true. It's as long as I can get the uh, projects out for the customer at a decent time where they're not having to wait on me. Yeah, I got a couple waiting on me right now that are screaming pretty hard, but hey, it, it is what it is when you know your house, is, house has giant holes and mold all in it. You gotta you gotta take priorities. <laughs> there, there's there's sometimes you have to put uh, put the shop on the back burner. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, absolutely. So, um, my question for you would be that my standard factory question, do you have all 10 fingers? I do. Okay. Are all 10 yours? (laughs) (laughs) I played fifth. (laughs) So Michelle, what about yourself? You said you were in the furniture industry as well. Uh, no, I've been in the medical field. Medical field. Not one. And I think probably just, he rubbed off on me a little bit. <laughs> but I like to, I actually designed a couple of lanterns uh, for this past year. I like to, to do that. I like to, uh, I like to crochet a lot. You didn't send any pictures of crocheting. We'll, we'll, we'll jump through all the, you guys sent a lot of pictures. So everyone knows if you're listening to this, you won't be able to see it, but there is a lot of pictures. If you check out the YouTube or Facebook uh, live stream of this, you'll be able to see them because there's quite a bit of projects you guys have gotten into. All the more reason to download the audio to listen and then go to YouTube and watch. There you go. Not I bad. like the distressed finishing on the stuff too. I put, usually put a coat of stain. And then paint over it with paint and then sand, make it look like it's old. Yeah, so usually when I finish, I'm the one that's usually stressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he kind of, not that he gets into a panic, but he's kind of, sometimes he's called up and just said, you know, hey, what do I do about this? It happens. You can't all be Mike Z's. Make it look effortless. <laughs> You know, I think Mike and I need to get together and do a collaborative event where I'll make it and let him finish it. It's guaranteed no matter how bad I make it, he's going to make it look good. <laughs> Whenever someone asks me if I'll finish it, I always ask, are you going to sand it? Or do you want me to sand it? Because that makes all the difference. You're, you're going to sand it. Oh, okay. Thanks. Appreciate that. Your price just doubled. Well, let's, uh, let's check out here. So is this for someone in the family? It's a, uh, it looks like not a crib. That, it's a rocking. It was a, a cradle for a friend that I, I worked with um, while we were at uh, Henry Dahl. Okay. This, this was for their, their first child. Very nice. Now, do they still have it? They do. Very cool. <laughs> yeah, I saw what you did before. <laughs> Here, you know what? Try it again. And Aww. So, <laughs> yeah, you'll get the, you'll get more opportunities. So what do we have here? Those were a, a pair of uh, cabinet doors for a sailboat. Actually, oh. uh, we, we we have a a neighbor that uh, used to have a sailboat, and uh, that they were remodeling and uh, asked us to uh, make these doors for them. They actually. Uh, brought the existing doors from uh, the boat, um, and I used those as patterns, which actually made the process really easy. That does make it a lot easier, yeah. What kind of wood is that? Ash. Wow. I like that grain, especially on that door on the left. I like that uh, sort of eyeball-looking thing going on right in the middle. Mm-hmm. No, those turned out great. Yeah. Which part that is it? Yeah. That would be a vanity I made for my oldest daughter, uh, made from uh, barnwood, uh, white oak barnwood. You left the distressing and everything I see on the ends of the drawers there. Mm-hmm. That looks cool. And even, even the top, I'd um, tried to leave as much uh, saw marks as I could. Now, what did you, okay, so with the saw marks, because I can see them there in the top, did you sand enough to where they were very smooth, so therefore when you put your finish on, you still had the look, but they so, they didn't have that rough feel to it? Yes. Okay. Yes, I, I, what I did is I uh, took, took the boards and planed them, a rough plane, glued the top up, and then went back over it, uh, with went through all the grits of sandpaper, and then started, uh, it's a poly finish, so I just started building layers of finish okay. uh, to try to get it up. 
And I take it the mirror was a matching bar and wood to go with that. Yes. Very cool. I like the tapered legs. Uh, it's, I guess that's, uh, that's one thing that I like to do, uh, you know, kind of go team chamfer. There you go. Sorry, that's another one for Team Chamber. Oh, Kyle says he would like to collab with me as well. Same terms. Okay, I'll sand it, sure. Let's <laughs> see how this is going to be. So, a coffee table with glass. Now, is that mm -hmm. the same barn wood, or is that just... Similar? No, that is... It's it's white oak, but it's, it's a different... Uh, that came from the uh, box store. The the base part of it, uh, legs, aprons, support rails uh, were uh, reclaimed, um, but it has a plywood shelf, uh, and then the oak frame came from the box store, glass inserts, um, it also had a leather insert. Oh. Now that box on top that's holding the jars there, is that like a driftwood or more barnwood? Uh, that's driftwood, I believe. Um, I believe that's a gift she uh, received in her wedding. Okay. that's It looks cool. Well, overall, I like the splines too. I mean, there's a lot of technical woodworking going on in here. Yeah. And you're not just, you know, you're not just hacking it together. This is a lot of good stuff. Well, we try to. We appreciate it. Um, it's uh like like the splines it's that's something that you know it's over the years you didn't use it but then you saw where you should have so then you start applying all all these techniques where <coughs> previous fails came in mm -hmm. that's the best way to do it, is just learn as you go and then if you see like because it also adds a really nice detail to it it does it it's does. not just a miter corner like you have that nice detail to it i like that a lot what do we have here? Deer heads? Deer heads. Uh, this was an outdoor expo and probably, I guess this was our first craft show. Mm -hmm. um, it's the... Before COVID. Yeah, but it was 2018. Yeah, probably okay. so. Um, and we, we just kind of went all out making um, different taxidermy items. Um, Michelle, she had quite a few uh, lanterns, uh, lamps, uh, she, something she didn't mention. She also likes to um, decorate or uh, use uh, flowers in, in a lot of her uh, pieces as well. Now with the so, North Carolina, how did you do the, the ocean part, the, the in, 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 in area water? It, it was epoxy. Um, I took and uh, routed out just with a, a hand router, routed out a recess um, and painted the inside with an acrylic paint and filled it with uh, clear epoxy. Very cool. No, I like the color of it. Yeah. I take it these are ornaments. They are. Uh, this was... Uh, Probably our second crafts craft show. It was a Christmas ornament show uh, where where we took wreaths and uh, the ornaments. Seems like the a lot of the North Carolina items that we do are really popular. Um, even though we we try to branch out into other things, but it seems like uh, they don't do as well as when when you have uh, a North Carolina item. It's a very signature shape to a state. You know, it's a lot better than Wyoming, which is just a square. Mm -hmm. So you have that. It's very iconic. And who doesn't love North Carolina? For sure. And those, I'm, I'm taking those other ones on the, the these here were CNC? Yes. Okay. Yep. And so what is this one here? That is... Uh... A branding iron uh, that we made um, actually uh, made it off the shark. Um, it's brass uh, used uh, 
16th upcut um, and a 30 degree V bit. Very mm. cool. Um, but that actually, it, it taxes my little router pretty well. I don't know that I'll be doing uh, many more metal items. Gotcha. Still pretty. I didn't know. I didn't even think to do that. That is to me. That is pretty cool that you could actually engrave brass to a way to make it into a branding iron. Mm-hmm. It's. I. Uh, I mean, you can. Uh, there's quite a few people out there that that make them, um, but I'm sure they have more of a, a milling machine type CNC than than just a a hobbyist router. Um, with the in order to be able to do it. Yeah, it's with brass and aluminum being a non-ferrous metal, it will machine, but it's, I can tell the last branding iron that I did, it packs my machine pretty well. Okay. Yeah, the right the right bit will make a world of difference, but you know, True. on a machine that operates, see that, that one run all, runs off of a router, doesn't it? Yes. Uh, yeah, little, that, uh, that's... that's that's the other, yeah, that's the other downside is, is, uh, the router in regards to doing that. There's just too much, uh, too much movement and deflection in the, uh, in the spindle of those little routers. Yeah. Um, and also the, uh, the ball screw, um, that I guess screws through the, the brackets, um, mm-hmm. the, it's a hard plastic. Um, so there, there is some flex even with it being a hard plastic that way. Gotcha. Now this is pretty, this looks like walnut with an inlay. It is. Um, I was, uh, it's the, uh, V carved, uh, inlay that, that, that you can do with, uh, carve right, or not carve right, but, uh, V carve. Vector where you route the recess and then on say on the maple piece, uh, right, uh, route the opposite and then uh, fit them together, then take the excess off the top to expose the shape. Okay, gotcha. What did what was this finished with? Uh, it's just a poly. Uh, it's, I haven't, I haven't ventured out past poly, other than one time I I did use water locks. And what did you think of water locks? I liked it. Um, the application that that I tried, um, it was more of the uh, the. I guess wool pad. It wasn't wool pad. It was, you know, those uh, applicators that they can get for stain when you stain mm-hmm. your deck. Yeah. Um, a lot of the fibers came out mm-hmm. of the applicator. Um, but I've since then I've seen people where they they would uh, just use uh, a towel or a, a kind of like a French polish. Okay. Um, there was a there was a lady that I knew that did um she would do pantyhose and she would take a sock and put it inside of that. So therefore mm-hmm. the the silkiness of the outside of the hose gave her the texture. And she said that was an old factory trick that they used to do all the time for okay. almost like a French polish, but it was more for tables and stuff like that. Yeah. Well that's I'll have to give that a try. Um, because most of the time I will I will just fold up an old uh t-shirt uh you know cut squares out folded up um where you you have a a small application area then apply three to four coats Uh, i usually will thin it out one to one um, and apply it and that's with the water locks or with the regular poly the poly the the water locks i put i use uh, just a straight formula on the water lock. Yeah, it's, I like water locks for a lot of your, I call them utilitarian finishes. If you're going to have something where you're going to beat it up mm-hmm. or it's going to be like, I just had a gentleman today. We were talking about um, countertops and he was doing the butcher block countertop. 
and he yeah. wanted to go with water base. And I was telling him that I think water locks would be better just for the fact that you can beat it up. You can do whatever you want to because it fin the that finish hardens inside the wood. So it becomes part of the wood. So if you drop something and dent it, the finish is going to go with that. It's not going to, you know, shatter or flake off basically. It's uh, not film yeah. coating. And that was actually the project that uh, I used it on was a countertop. Yeah, uh, this, yeah this was going to uh, kind of a wet area. Um, the this uh, kind of a grooming uh, grooming area for for their dogs. Uh, okay, is what they were going to use it for. Let's take a look here. So. Tell me about this fireplace insert. This uh, was, it's pine from the big box store. Um, I had the constraints of the actual rock fireplace um, that I had to adhere to. And then also uh, the insert that went inside the uh, surround. And I had to build this to where um basically in, in four pieces i had to had a bottom panel two end panels uh top front rail and then a, a top panel that all had to be assembled on site hmm. uh, and even had to uh fit fit the surround to the actual fireplace i, I made it parts bigger than i needed to to where i could actually uh, scribe and fit to the fireplace dang that's a lot of work right there it was it was fun uh to be honest with you i enjoyed it well, i'm glad that was you doing it not me <laughs> yeah i've done enough of those in my day i don't, I don't like doing all that scribe work it's too much work involved you know I wait, there's somebody that had a video somewhere where they were scribing with the angle grinder and a flap disc and i really wish i had thought of that back in the day when i had to do scribing because that would have made life a lot easier and faster uh it's actually what i used I, for the life of me i can't think of the name but but it's the abrasive wheel that uh that you put on a an angle grinder um they, they look like they have little needles coming out of them mm -hmm. um, and it's really works well kind of like the uh like oh now i'm drawing a blank like the galahad from king arthur things like that like it's carbide yeah yeah okay. uh yeah it's they're colored some of them are blue gold red that that just indicates the the different grits of the uh carbide i guess yeah if you're talking gold it's probably going to be cuts all good stuff either way and so far, Michelle, what have you finished out of these? Where's your Where's your thing come in? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Good <laughs> <be> the lanterns. <laughs> so fishing rods, wall mount. Yep. Uh, four fly rods. Um, uh, had a, a fellow that I worked with had a request for this. Um, this. Going back to its black walnut, um, mortise and tenon uh, on these on the supports, um, and and then going uh, with a, a poly finish. Okay. So no Craig jig was required for that one. Not on that one. Nope. And I take it this is more CNC work. More it is. Yep. Now, how did you apply the black? What was your technique for this one? Uh, actually carved the design um, deeper than I need. Uh, and basically, uh, after it comes off the uh, CNC, do a rough sanding uh, with uh, 80 grit, um, and then flap sand the actual design or where where the router has cut out and then go over it with one or two coats of either a sanding sealer or poly again, um, let that dry and then flood the design with the black paint and then go back over it and sand it 
sand it back off. Okay. So there's a couple, so is there sound like a couple of coats of black on there just to really get it to pop? Cause it's, it's pretty black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's definitely depth of color. Need to get you some more mask. That stuff's like magic. I've seen that, uh, from, uh, I think tools today, maybe. They have it. Yep. And then, yeah. uh, Chris got some for uh cling spores woodworking shop. They, okay. they carry it now at the day job. Okay. But yeah. it's, yeah, that, that is, that is a game changer right there. I mean, it, it's, uh, first time I tested it, it made a world of difference. I mean, you're, you're, you, you can seal it before you put, you know, seal your, get it all sanded the way you want it, seal it up the way you want it, put the aura mask on it. And then when you carve away, the aura mask stays. And then you can either spray, uh, a, you know, a, a, la- a black lacquer or a colored lacquer, or you can use like a milk paint either way. Okay. Uh, or, or some other kind of paint. And, um, I've been using a lot of the, uh, Mohawk, um, black, I can't remember what it's called. It's the, it's, it's just a black lacquer essentially. And it goes on so fast. It dries quick. It doesn't pull the grain up from the carved areas which means that once I carve it, I can hit it with a quick coat of that, let it dry. Maybe if I need to touch it up again, especially if it's a real detailed area, mm-hmm. peel, peel that ore mask off. And man, it's just, it's, it's super clean lines. It's unreal. I know one thing that I've found, uh, if I carve a real soft wood or a porous wood, like white oak, um, if I don't, shoot some type of sealer down into the carving mm-hmm. the 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 paint will actually bleed yep yeah i i use that uh zinzer seal coat quite a bit on my stuff uh-huh. and, and especially because you've now gone from surface grain to end grain where that's carved out yeah uh, that that seal coat dries so fast and it'll really bring the grain out so it, it uh that's probably one of my go-tos if i don't straight away pr- spray it with some kind of uh lacquer sealer like an easy vinyl or something mm-hmm. and then the nice part about having that black it's it's a colored lacquer enamel is what mohawk calls it and it's a black and it comes in different sheens so whatever you want you could be flat it could be higher uh gloss but what's really nice about it is that it's a little amount goes a long way and it dries really quickly so you can move on and keep going whatever you got to do mm-hmm. yeah i've done a couple pieces using that where the the piece itself was a, a satin or a matte, but I used a, a semi gloss or a gloss in the carved area, and that really does make a difference. It re- makes the makes the letters pop. Mm. Oh, there we go. And this is this is the project where I use the uh, water locks. Okay. Sorry, I'm just going into PTSD up. right now seeing that that water heater sitting over there. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that that was that was fun. We that water heater had to come out. Um, we had to replace some some of that tongue and groove uh, siding or uh, paneling on the uh, sides of the walls. It it was that was a that was about a one month project uh, between shop time and install. Yeah, I like the sheen on that countertop. So does all of it have water locks or just the countertop? Just the countertop. The yeah. uh, the cabinets were uh, stained with poly. And the horseshoe poles adds a little bit of texture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, uh, they kept, this was uh, basically a stables uh for horses and uh then and they had the family dogs which they would bring in and and wash in that okay large washroom yep and then this one here it looks like this looks like the same the same countertop that we saw in the first photo just a different angle it is this is uh basically a, a work table um with shelving and pegboard behind it it looks really good. Thank you. Yeah, I like that little apron you put on the front of those shelves. That that kind of makes it. It really does make it kind of look cool. It that was that was aesthetic. Plus, it it helps with mm. um, 
the the sagging of, of the shelf. Yeah, that, that also gives it that uh, it, it has a fuller look without having to actually use that thick of a piece. Mm-hmm. So it's a nice well, touch. Well, and see what a lot of people do is just put it put it on there like a piece of edging, so it's like a lip hanging down on the on the face of it. You kind of had that recessed back and put it on the bottom. That just gives it a completely different look. Mm-hmm. Plus, you put that little little design on the end. So, I mean, that's just a small touch, but I mean, that makes makes a world of difference. You know, when you're when you're looking at something like that. That that design, I believe, they call a chamfer. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a bust of no. chops. Come on. <laughs> so here's the lanterns. Yeah. 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 Now, what are the triangle ones in the middle? That is Christmas tree. Okay. And same process where you've stained them, paint them, and then distress them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So was this for a Christmas show after that initial one that we saw with the North Carolina ornaments? That's 2019. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yep. And the doors that are off to the left there, is that someone else's booth to, to separate? It is. Uh, it's kind of, uh, this area was a, an old industrial uh, textile mill. Uh-huh. And, and they had quite a few antiques um, scattered through area yeah i like that cabinet in the background that secretary looks nice mm-hmm. but no i really like these lanterns so are they using like an led candle yes okay and the top and the bottom are uh metal oh okay so if someone wanted to put a, a candle in there then they could safely um, yeah <laughs> that sounds like an enthusiastic yes to me not responsible for fire damage due to improper candle use. <laughs> if it tips over, it tips over. That's not on us. <laughs> All right. So let me hear about the uh, Jolly Roger license plate. Uh, it's aluminum, a uh, piece of quarter-inch aluminum. Uh, this was our second metal project. That's... Um, Pretty simple, to be honest with you. The uh, uh, design was, came from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, used the uh, sketch feature in V-Carve. Um, route out and cut out the, the outside for the holes and also for the design. Uh, took uh, flat black paint before the carving. Um, if I remember correct, I used the, uh, painter's tape and super glue technique to hold it down. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I like how the natural raw aluminum is what's standing out here. Looks really It cool. is. It is. Um, and also, uh, we put some led lights in the actual, uh, eye sockets of the skull. I see that. So I was going to ask you if that was just carved out or if that was something. So when they turned on what the fog lamps or the parking lights, they would come on. Yep. Very cool. Okay. I'm going to need to see another photograph at night. I have one. Uh, if, uh, if you go to our Instagram, I think you can see one. I think I even posted a video of it. And their Instagram is John Michelle McNeil. Two L's on everything. Instagram. Let's see. Bookcases. Mm-hmm. That looks fun. It wasn't too bad. That was uh, one of our earlier pieces. That was more of a uh, a barter piece. Uh, had uh, the client uh, made a throw for us in exchange for the cabinet. The original economy. Mm. Nope, I like that. Oh, this is nice. RV Yep, that was uh, one of our, uh, I guess, 
initial types of, of getting the business started. Um, they're not as popular as we would hope they had been, but uh, we've done a few. Okay. And there are, so they're custom order then that you kind of have the template and then the people would say what last name they want, obviously. Mm -hmm. Last name. I've even uh, put a few uh, uh, graphics on the actual camper to match uh, the customer's camper. That is important. Those details. And you use it and everything's through, uh, gosh, Vetric? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Vetric Pro haven't uh, haven't ventured into the Aspire part of it yet. Well, really, where you can go to learn all about it, that would be learnyourcnc.com. <laughs> I need to see how Chris is going to throw that one in there. So I knew you'd pick up on that one. Very good. <laughs> Not sponsored. Thank you, Kyle. We appreciate you. Oh, let's see here. Okay, so this is different. Is this painted by you or by an artist and then you made the frame? That That is painted by my daughter. Um, the the frame, barnwood frame. Uh, but the artist is, is my oldest daughter. Very, very good work. Well, I see the uh, talent just continued on in the uh, gene pool there. Yeah. If if we could get her to uh, expand on it, uh, seems like they they don't uh, they don't realize it when they're young. Fair don't enough. I don't think any of us did. Yeah, I was okay. too stupid to learn anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Is so? Are these the same ash doors we saw earlier? Uh, same. Uh, same boat, um, different doors. Uh, those are the hatch doors, I guess, that, that go down into the uh, uh, cabin of the boat. Uh, same concept. He, he brought me the existing doors, um, and then I uh, used those as template. Gotcha. No, because that would definitely be a lot easier with a template with those angles. Mm -hmm. it, 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 I, Without a template, it would have been going back to your favorite thing, Chris. Scribe. Yeah. Are those roundovers at the bottom of that door? Nice try. Nice try. <laughs> if my chamfer didn't work on those shelves, that is a radius corner, though. <laughs> oh, that's how you put that. Yeah, that that would have been one of those ones where I said, "Let me just have the frame." That'd be. Yeah, I just want to cheat. Let me have the frame. <laughs> we've got a big w on the fireplace mantle yep that's wall art that was actually for uh a wedding uh we did for uh a couple uh they ordered uh some lanterns for their uh reception tables and then this uh w was uh for decoration around uh i think the altar that that they were at the venue Okay. And then they brought then they brought it home and and decorate their home with it. Very cool. Another lantern. This one not painted though. Almost oh, like a podium. That is a pretty good, pretty good size lantern. How tall? About twenty. It's twenty two by eleven by eleven. Yeah. No, that's almost tall enough to be a podium for me, anyway. <laughs> Oh, that's pretty cool. And so what is your stain of choice? That is early American. Mm -hmm. okay. And uh, we really like that stain. I love it. It makes it look. Early American. Older. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was a, it's a men wax. Oh. Yeah. It's okay, Chris. It's okay. Just lost points on the respect card right there. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> everyone, everyone can use Menwax. There's nothing wrong with it. Just don't use it in combination with water-based top coats. That's all we're going to say. Bad outcome, huh? Yeah. Um, actually, around 2018, there was a rash of Menwax that would not dry. Oh, 
and uh, we had customers that were calling us and of course they're they're using the general finishes top code or they would use the minwex top code and they'd still call to find out why it turned white and what it was was that they were letting it dry for three four weeks before they put it on there because it was still tacky and the problem was the moisture it wasn't drying fully so therefore when they put the water based on it just locked the moisture in and turned white on them so it was milky almost looked like not a whitewash but it was like a milky streakiness to it because of the brush yeah so i'm from what i can tell they got that fixed but it was that was a rash of fun for me so this is the first picture i came across when i checked out your instagram that would be uh, a plant stand. Uh, you, a lot of people uh, that that we've seen would put them put them on a outside of their front door on a porch. Okay. Um, you can hang a hanging basket. Hang your plants on. Yep. Yeah. So the the particular finish here is a very blue stain. Is that another type of Minwax product, or how did you get this blue color? Actually, that was a gray, right? Yeah, it's okay. supposed to make it look like barnwood, and it doesn't do that very well. But I just thought it was pretty for the outside. It makes it pop against that uh, silo right there for sure. Yeah, it looks like a wash coat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I was gonna say, I mean, gray in my eye, I see blue to it, but what's really nice to it is that it can very much pass as barn wood or something that was painted and it's just aged off, but you still have that stain from the paint because old milk paints would do that. If it eventually fell off, you'd have that staining from the pigment. It's pretty cool. I did. We did another one on that and I burned it. I burned the wood. Did you like that process? I do like that process. Yeah, me too. Well, you don't have it. Oh, you don't have it in the background there. Chris made that uh, North Carolina where you see and see everything out, made it topographical. So it's 3D, but he burned the outside edges to give that real, to make the center of the state pop. Mm-hmm. I think he enjoyed the burning process pretty well on that one. Yeah. 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 Fire, fire, fire. Well, that, that flag I made also had that burn. And I, that's where I kind of got, got the fever for doing some, you know, the fire bug. So. I was really hoping he'd pull a Beavis, but he never did. I'm going to go with Butthead. Butthead, there you go. Oh, he does do fire. You're right. All right, so same boat, more ash? Correct, correct. Folding table. Very nice. Fire, 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 fire. <laughs> do I have a bigger picture to cover you up with? Oh, <clears throat> you know what? I do. Oh, it's not that much bigger. <laughs> So tell us about the Small Business Center Network for North Carolina. Here in our area, uh, it's through uh, the Mayland Community College. Um, They offer uh, a lot of business classes, tutorials, seminars, um, all the way from getting started business plans, taxes how to how to turn in your taxes um if if you if anyone is looking for help and and going to actually start a business um check out your local small business through your uh community college they uh offer a multitude of courses and seminars where uh, I just about guarantee you if if you are looking for or have a question, they can answer it or they will have uh, a class coming up that can help you. Um, they also offer one-on-one counseling. Um, even uh, sometimes when uh, the state will, will have grants available through the community college that that will help individuals okay uh, our uh local director is alan cook uh, close to uh the western north carolina area gotcha so it, if you wanted to know more about small business and the small business network definitely check out a local community college 
Yes. Okay. Yes. Usually it's a state funded type of, uh, of network. And this one is, is, but no, I think this is really cool. Yeah. It's a, uh, if anyone is, is serious and, and I guess I would, uh, we, we do not take it, uh, use it to our full advantage. Um, but I mean, you could, you could really get deep in some You could, you could deep. So um, you don't have to necessarily rely on Facebook groups to ask questions like that. You also have that resource. Yes. Um, and they, as far as us, they, they helped us, uh, set up the business, uh, get our tax ID numbers, uh, set up the LLC for us, uh, walked us through it. It was, it was a, a big help. Hmm. Yeah. I've been debating whether to do that myself. I just, just still running as self-employed for now. Well, if you need help on that, you can always visit www.ncsbisinboyc.net if you're in North Carolina to find out more about the Small Business Center Network. There you go. Yeah. Well, um, not that we're getting close to the end, but I do want to definitely say thank you to both of you, whichever one is always watching during, you know, during the cast. We appreciate you guys for being there since the beginning. And uh, having fun with us whenever we, you know, ask who it is, because it's always John and Michelle that pop up. So we're never quite sure. And then, you know, have a little fun with that. So we appreciate that. Yeah, she's like, I wouldn't be caught dead watching them fellas. I'll tell you what. <laughs> she just came for the sweet tea. That's all. They're going to talk about my lantern. So I'm going to show up for that. But that's it. <laughs> she will sit over on the couch and do her crocheting and, uh, while I plug in and, and listen, uh, I'll get to giggling and laughing. and she'll look over at me like, what? <laughs> Them idiots on that show again, I'll tell you what. I don't know what they're <laughs> talking about, but it's pretty funny. It's it's hilarious sometimes. Well, good. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Are you sure you're listening to our show? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. Podcast. <laughs> By the way, totally not sponsored, but we appreciate the love. So if uh, you enjoy as much as John and Michelle do, even though Michelle's just watching over at the side, always make sure to check out patreon.com whatnot podcast so you can help us keep doing what we enjoy doing. Um, and we can announce at this point that we are somewhat sponsored. We do have a sponsor on board, so we're getting more. If uh, if you want to help sponsor us from your from the comfort of your own couch, Patreon's the way to do it. But again, John and Michelle are at Instagram.com. John Michelle McNeil, two L's on both. What you got, Chris? I will say, and you know, we're we've got a pretty good slate of people coming up um, over the next couple of weeks, and so looking forward to that. And, uh, you know, going to keep getting, hopefully keep getting better and get through the month of October. And uh, hopefully we all survive our, uh, our work life. And well, my home life right now is just <sighs> trying to make sure that whatnot podcast stays number one on Wednesday nights from here on out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> At least until my grandson's born and I may have to just like go to Louisiana for a week or two. But other than that, yeah, I'm, I'm here. And well, that's good reason. Yeah, that's a very good reason. I've already told him, just take the two weeks off. He's like, no, 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 I'll be back. I'm like, I'll do it from the hotel. And I'm like, no, just enjoy that time. Don't worry about the podcast. We'll come back to it. Exactly. Don't miss that one. Because I can't imagine that, you know, grandchild's born and they're like, guys, I appreciate it. I'll be back, though. I got to run to the hotel room. I'm like, no. Pop's got a nine o'clock meeting. I'll see you at 11. <laughs> oh, pop, pop. Is that what we can start calling you? No. No? Okay. Oh, it doesn't yeah. matter what I say. Everybody's going to call me whatever they want anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> they do anyway, right? Yeah. 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 Some things good, some things bad. I've heard it both ways. I have considered uh, as a gag slash uh, test, since I have to make, I have to do a lot of base molding in my house now that um, all my floors are getting redone, 
that I was going to do half of the room with just a simple piece of, of square stock with a chamfer on it and the other half with a rate with a round over on it and just see which one I like best. Maybe one would, would win me over the other. Oh, you know what'll win. Yeah, round over. Mm, no. Nah. Team chamfer. I'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, see Gary says that he's you gotta do that grandpa thing. He's got eight grandkids and they are the best. So awesome. so I gotta know, is it grandpa for you, Gary? Because you're in Utah, so you don't have that North Carolina way of calling it every possible way to call a grandparent. I'm still learning new ways. I've only been here 10 years this time. Still learning new ways to call grandparents grandparents. We need to see your list. Oh, Lord. I still have trouble. Uh, my wife makes fun of me for uh, pawpaw. Pawpaw. Yeah. I say it wrong and I'm like uh, I gave up on it I'm like that guy but I'm learning I'm learning there's ways to say it I just gotta figure it out and I also have a problem with pastor and pasture I didn't know that so there's a little fun fact for you Mike can't say words so I guess if, if you go to a to the church and you sit through a sermon and at the end you've been pasteurized yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny is that uh, is that my son said the same thing He's like, so when you go to church, who talks to you? I was like, okay, I get it. I know. I see both Papa and Grandpa. Depends on the grandkid. There you go. Well, I want to say thank you again for both of you being on, sharing the small business network with us. So therefore, you can tell people if they didn't know, they can find out more. Uh, definitely check out maybe your local community college or small business uh, network. I think smallbusiness.gov is a website for the for the nation and see yep. if there's any programs local to you. If you're starting out on a home business. Yeah. And you were worried you coming on, you didn't have anything to show or talk about. You didn't do anything special. Listen, we're what not podcast. Everybody's welcome. And Everybody. you do do a lot of really cool stuff. So don't well, ever, don't ever put yourself down and say you don't cause, uh, cause you got a unique product there. And uh, you know, especially with her beside you, you're going to go far. Absolutely. Thank you very much. It's we, no, it was a pleasure. You got it. We enjoy the podcast every week. Well, you we, do. <laughs> well, we appreciate you watching and then joining us for this. Because if anything, it's I like to be able to bring the fans on, people who watch, mm-hmm. but are also people who make and do things with their hands. That makes it even more interesting and fun. Well, if if we can ever. Uh, Ever give any any help to anybody? Just throw us a uh, chat or DM. Will do. So everyone, remember it is John Michelle McNeil on Instagram. Go follow. Go like. Go share. Go bookmark. Go whatever. Go check them out. Do it all at the same time. I guess that that is uh, another area don't do as we do. Uh, we, we don't utilize social media as, as much as we could. So I found out that it works really well if you want to have a portfolio of the work you've done. So if people are at, you know, they want to ask, you know, well, you know, what have you done? It works really good to just say, well, you know, if you go to Instagram, you'll see past pieces or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then that way they get an idea of what you offer. And no yep. matter, just like the ornaments, no matter how small or how something you may have done like two years ago, show them on there so people can say, oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know you guys could do that. It always comes back around. That's what I've yep. noticed. Yep. And it's always the real simple stuff that takes off like wildfire. You're like, I never would have thought anybody would have even wanted one of those. But so, yeah, even the small stuff, man, put it out there. Keep it up. Thank you. Yep. All right. Well. Thank you for joining us Wednesday night. I am Mike Z with the Whatnot Podcast. And I'm Chris, uh, and we are hanging with uh, McNeils. That's right. Well, thank you again, and I hope you guys have a great night. We'll see you next time. Good night, everybody. Thank you.